What's up, guys? Today's episode is sponsored by Team Micro, the world's leading web design specialist for SMP artists. Is your website lacking? Do you feel it needs, well, something more? Do you even have a website? In the market since the very beginning, Team Micro is the godfather of SMP. No one understands your business quite like they do. With a team of 14 website designers, marketers, content writers, search engine optimization specialists, and support staff, Team Micro has everything that you need. Go to teammicro.com forward slash marketing and mention the Scalp Solutions podcast to get a free needle pack worth $200 when you sign up. Are you ready to take your SP career to the next level? Are you ready to network with some of the industry's top artists and brands? Then you're going to want to be at the next SP Expo going down April 28th through the 30th of 2022. Oh, wait, did I mention it was going to be in paradise? That's right, folks. This SP Expo will be taking place in Tulum, Mexico at the Curie Tulum Retreat and Spa Resort. This is an all inclusive event. You'll get access to all speakers and vendors at the meet and greet, QAs, Award ceremony followed by an all-white party on the beach with live DJ, certificate of attendance, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and drinks, free bicycles to ride the Mayan ruins, and a three-day luxury resort stay. And guess who will be hosting? That's right, me. Now let's make this an amazing event that will undoubtedly create value for you and your business. So log on to www.dsmpexpo.com for more information and to purchase your tickets. I'll see you guys there. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalp Solutions Podcast. I am your host, David Santiago, and today I have with me my brother, Ivan Alvarado. Ivan, what's up, brother? Hey, man. How's it going, man? Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited, a little bit nervous, but hey, it's a, it's a blessing being here. And uh, thank you so much for uh, having me and thank you so much for your time. Of course, my brother. Thank you for taking time, uh, you know, from your busy schedule. We actually just left each other last week. Um, I had the honor and the pleasure of shadowing you. I was shadowing you. It's funny because you're saying that you're nervous, but here I am. I was shadowing you, um, you know, as as some of you may know, I just became a uh, uh, a member of Leaders Academy, and Ivan had a training available, and he opened up his doors to me to, uh, you know, show me the leader's way, which he did an amazing job, and uh, I got Thank to you. hang out with him for three days, stand-up dude, and, you know, I wanted to have him on the podcast, well, now I'm talking in third person, but I wanted to have you on the podcast, man, because you yeah. have such a wealth of knowledge, whether, whether it's from SMP marketing and just like all these crazy tools. And if any of you guys were at the SMP Expo, you know what I'm talking about because he got on stage and he started talking about mock-ups and people were looking like, what the hell was this? This is crazy. This guy is like a beast um, when it comes to uh, marketing and, and, and just like just 
captures S&P in general all around. So, Ivan, thank you um, for man, tuning in, brother. So we're going to get right to it, man. Let the audience know the name of your location and where you're from. Sure. So what's up, everybody? Uh, uh, my name is Ivan Alvarado. I live here in Austin, Texas. Uh, we do have a location here for the Picasso uh, scalp micropigmentation brand. I'm under Jeff. I'm a pro artist uh, for his clinic when it comes down to scalp micropigmentation. I also have a business for uh, microblading with my wife uh, called Millie's Beauty Studio, again, here in Austin, Texas. I'm originally from Mexico. I came here to the U.S. when I was nine years old. Um, again, born in Mexico, I grew up in Chicago. Uh, 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 it was a city called Rockford, Illinois, about an hour uh, from Chicago. Uh, I moved here to Texas about uh, six years ago. So I've been, I've been, I've been here for six years ago. You went from the mean streets to Chicago to the nice, beautiful, uh, quiet Texas, uh, Austin, Texas, huh? Was it a big transition for you? It was, it was a little bit, um, tough at the beginning, uh, just leaving everything, uh, all of my friends, uh, family, uh, we came here not knowing anybody. We just uh, left my wife and my daughter and we're here. We're here. We planned our flag and we're like, you know, we're not going back making to, it to happen. the North. <laughs> You're yeah. making it happen. So Ivan, how long have you been in the S and P industry? So we opened up our business uh, in late 2018. So a little bit over three years. I took my initial uh, training in 2019, uh, April. I took a two day course uh, and I actually flew out to uh, Brooklyn to take my fundamentals uh, training. Got you. And now mm -hmm. what, what were you doing prior to becoming an S&P artist? Yeah, so before coming on S&P artist, um, I was, uh, I actually had two jobs. I had a full-time job at, uh, Apple as a, uh, um, tech consultant, uh, customer service, uh, and tech support. And I was a part-time, uh, sales rep at a store for, uh, T-Mobile. Um, the reason why I had two jobs was because before that I was assistant manager for, um, at and I had a, you know, a really good, good job with them. Uh, something happened that uh, ended up leaving uh, at and and I had, uh, you know, well established with them. You know, I had won pretty much all the awards recognition that you can think of for like top sales, uh, not only locally, but nation nationwide. And I got awards, trips, all of that with them. And uh, something happened that, you know, I ended up leaving with them. And um, the amount of money that I was making, it was not the same. So that's why I had two jobs. You know, I was working Got from it. nine in the morning and I would come to, uh, you know, home till 1130. And that's where uh, my wife um, told me about microblading. And she had already mentioned microblading in the past, but I just really never paid attention to it until, you know, I was like, you know what, let me look into it. And we both uh, looked at, uh, different uh, options for her to to take your course, and the reason why I got in the industry was because um, because I have a little bit more knowledge with you know technology and things like that. The idea in the, uh, for the business was me helping my wife do everything related with the website, the marketing, uh, the graphics, etc. However, the more I got into like researching and starting following all these PMU artists. I got interested and I started to develop some kind of like interest. It wasn't until I heard a uh, interview uh, where they mentioned there was a couple 
a man, um, woman and the husband um, that he left his construction work to do uh, brows. And that's where I'm like, you know what? Is that even a thing? Is like really guys doing <laughs> you know, brows? Yeah. Yeah. So I started looking into it and my wife was almost done with her um, microblading course. And I told her, you know what? I want to do this as well. Can you show me how you're doing your, your, your patterns, your, your strokes? So for about two days, I was there, you know, trying to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. It's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. And I already, uh, already had the idea uh, to, to do brows first and then do SMP because I, I had found about SMP, obviously following all these artists on Instagram and Facebook, et cetera. So then I told her, um, you know what? I'm not going to do brows. I'm actually going to do scalp first. And that's when I, uh, you know, booked my, my, uh, my initial training. Got you. So now let me ask you, because you do have scalp micropigmentation done to yourself for uh, mm -hmm. on you on you right, right. now did Correct. you find out about smp first become a uh, artist and then get mm -hmm. smp or did you get smp done on yourself and then transition into an artist right so when when i got smp done that was um before i started doing smp myself um, gotcha. I had a thing in here in the back. Uh, if people look, look up my, my photos in the beginning of my Instagram, uh, you guys can see, you know, I had, you know, long hair and the reason why I left my, my hair a little bit long was for two reasons to kind of uh, conceal, you know, those ball spots, the thinning uh, spots that I had here in the middle and, and, uh, the back. Right. Um, and obviously because I, um, I had a, uh, bad procedure done on, on me and I knew it was bad, but I, I didn't know how bad it was until I, uh, bust my, my hair. And the thing is like, I would cut my hair kind of just like the sides myself. And, and then I went a little bit high, uh, one side one day and I was like, you know what the hell, let me just buzz it. Then I looked at the mirror and I was like, wow, I didn't, I, I knew it was bad but I didn't know how bad it was. And I didn't mind, you know, going through the whole uh, laser removal because I had already talked to them and they told me in order for me to do a laser removal, I needed to bust my hair down anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been about a year um, a process for me to uh, get that removed uh, and, and, you know, had, you know, a good SMP uh, done. And obviously I had, amazing friends in the industry now that uh, um, were able to to help me out um, get where I'm at with with my SMP I had Jeff work on it I had Masood uh, worked on it I had a safe work and uh, on it at the expo I had Candace do a little bit of removal from undo I had D black work on my on my uh, hairline <laughs> a little bit and then just you recently uh did a little bit of removal on some spots and you uh blend blend uh blended some of the um, uh the bad SP and I believe I just need one more one more I think that's one it one more and then we, we should be good and you'll be but golden no, it's, it's been it's been a journey for me and I didn't mind uh doing it because like I knew that um if if I got it done and if I documented everything which I am um, it'll help, um, number one artist um, that are, uh, you know, starting out learning, or maybe some people that already been in the industry that they don't understand the difference between density work and uh, regular SMP and uh, the students, because we are uh, doing trainings now on their leaders. And uh, I always um, wait until like the, the, the second day when they understand a little bit more about the theory. And then I tell them about my story and they are fully aware 
a little bit more on making that decision when doing regular S&P and advanced work. So I, I can only imagine that you now, as, as a trainer, you understand just how mm -hmm. important it is that the information that you pass along to your students is 100%, like it's accurate. Like you now know, and, and, and you're proof, unfortunately, you had to undergo a it's bad not just artist. theory for me. It's it's uh, it's it's um, more than just theory. It's my personal experience. And when I do consultations, I tell them about what I went through. I tell them about my story. I show them the, the before, and then they they see it on myself. And then it's it's um, they take a better de decision when uh, deciding if they want to bust their hair or if they want to uh, do a density. Yeah. So. And, and, and then also I'm more mindful when I'm doing the procedure because I want to make sure that uh, every single impression, there's a purpose behind that single impression that I do because I don't want anybody to go through through the same process that I went through because honestly, that laser, it's, man, it's painful. It's, painful. it's very painful. <laughs> it's painful uh, as it hell. Took me, it, took me, it took me that long because like uh, they were recommending about six weeks in between each, uh, each session but I was procrastinating and I just didn't want to go because man, uh, it hurts. It's painful. <laughs> I, I got just a little bit I, and I didn't need it. I just wanted to feel, uh, you know, I just wanted to understand what it felt like so that when I explained it to someone who came in here with a box. How can, job, how, how, how can you describe the, 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 the feel? Oh man. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I want to not be, you know what? I'm going to, oh, Jesus. All right. So for a man, all right, for a man, it felt like someone plucked me on the tip of my, my penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what like I can re is repeatedly, like me standing there like this, right? Someone holding me and then just allowing someone to take a rubber band right to the very tip <laughs> of my, you know, my, my joint, my, my junk. And like that, that's what that felt like to me. It was, it was excruciating. For me, what I can, um, uh, I would picture in my head like a flamethrower in my skull. It's like, <laughs> it was, it was like, yeah, man, like two, bad. three seconds, they had to stop and put the, the ice pack because man, that, that was so painful. Yeah, no, it, um, it's not something yeah. you want to experience. So you, you know, I was going to, I wanted to lead into like, how has it been for you as an artist? Cause in, in such a short amount of time, you've been able to accomplish so much, but I could only imagine that your experience as an S and P client and having a botched job is what has helped you understand the, the industry and the whole concept behind the art of S and P more. And it's, kind of like have it served its purpose because it's of course it's it's why you as as successful as, as you are now but i want you to elaborate you know how has how has your experience been how has it been for you in the industry yeah you know like, like i said um part of part of the reason why um i wanted to get it um get it done and, and document everything is because i wanted to make sure that um when i do uh, relay that information over to my my potential customers and and the students. They they fully understand and hopefully when when I release all this information, uh, other artists can take advantage of my mistake um, 
and uh, understand the reason behind that. Uh, not only that personal uh, experience, but also I have really good uh, mentors. You know, I have Jeff Picasso. Jeff is it's uh, one of my um, uh, good friends, business partner, and mentor, as well as Masood. And you know, I have shout really out good to friends Jeff all and over. Yeah, uh, all over. You know, Tony, obviously you. You know, um, and other people that I talk to all the time uh, on on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on the forums. You know, I'm I'm very um, uh, lucky to to you know have met uh, amazing artists. Um, yeah, for sure, man. And let's talk about leaders, man. Like, how is it being? Not even how was it, man? How was it receiving that call? Um, I don't know if you got it from Jeff or if it was Masood that hit you up and, and pitched mm -hmm. to you, you know, being part of the team. How, how was that for you? So uh, how I became a training with leaders was a process as well, because like I said, I went to take my fundamentals training and um, I was struggling uh, for several reasons. Uh, number one, I mean, this business devising to the business side of things and the technique itself. Obviously, I was struggling on both. Uh, the beginning uh, for me uh, was mainly that technique and, and, and the tools that I was using. I was giving tools um, that I found out was were not the best to use for uh, for SMP. Right, right. Um, a PMU machine with a single needle. That's what I was using, and I only did two of my clients. Uh, and they would come back second session, third session. I'm like, what the hell am I doing wrong? You know, like it was gone. It's gone. And, and I was, you know, I was getting scared. I was getting nervous because it was a lot of uh, time invested. And, you know, I was scared for, for them as well. Cause like, you know, I don't know if I was me or it was the tools. Right. So after that, I changed my tools and, uh, you know, I started doing a little bit better. How I, uh, I, uh, I got a hold of Jeff uh, was later on. Um, so part of me having that struggle is because I didn't have a lot of clients. I didn't have a portfolio. I didn't have a lot of models. I moved to Texas, like I mentioned, not knowing anybody, no family members, no friends for me to like, for them to help me be models, et cetera. So when I would put it online um, free or whatever, like people didn't, take it serious, uh, you know, like, you know, online on forums, et cetera. So it was hard for me to just get a, my first model. Got you. Um, so how I overcame that was with uh, doing uh, SMP photo mockups. When I would get somebody interested, I would be like, you know what, let me do a before and after with different hairlines. So you see, visually see how SMP could look on you. And that is what helped me get a little bit more, more, more clients uh, and get more, uh, more people book. Got book. you. And that's what essentially got the attention. Of so I showed a couple of people because I would yeah. see people uh, on, on, on the forums and, you know, people sharing their knowledge, people being helpful. And there was one person that uh, reached out to me or I saw that she was actually getting, uh, it was, it was a, a female. She was actually getting, um, she needed help with the mock-ups and I just reached out and, you know, I pretty much showed her, um, the SMP mock-up and how to do it. And, uh, she was like, well, why don't you come up with, with a course or a mock-up and a mock-up course or something like that? I'm like, nah, you know, like, I don't want to sell this. 
So what I ended up doing during COVID uh, in, the, in the lockdown, obviously we weren't, nobody was taking clients. Right. And, and I saw a lot of people sharing a lot of good knowledge on, on those forums. So what ended up happening, uh, I actually did the course and then I posted it up for free, uh, 100% free. And I gave it to everybody. The only thing I was asking, it was like, just follow me on Instagram. That's yeah, it. I remember, I remember that. That's all I was asking people to do it. So I remember for three, four days, um, people were hitting me up and I was every day texting back and forth, helping these people. I'm like, this is how you do it. After they had already watched the video and it just became too much. I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting anything from this. Um, at the end of the day, people didn't even actually do it, you know, cause I remember I, I talked to everybody and then they're like, well, there was only like two or three people that saved uh, the files that I send them out. I'm like, okay, you know what? Uh, that's when I got introduced to, to Jeff. And then, um, that's how our relationship started because uh, I recreated the, the mock-up, obviously using better, better work. Every single uh, mock-up that you see is actually legit, 100% real S&P work done by Jeff, Masood, and other members from Leaders. And uh, we released that. And before I released the mock-ups, I know there was maybe two or three clinics in the world uh, using mock-ups for their, uh, for their uh, clients. Right. And maybe a few artists um, uh, doing mock-ups uh, for other, other artists on Photoshop. And Photoshop is honestly not something simple. It's, it's something that uh, it's not simple to use. Not the average person uh, is, is going to understand how to use yeah, it. It's not very intuitive. Um, so what made my different was that anybody could just grab their phone, take a picture, and do it right there and then from their phone in under five minutes. Artists, do you want to ensure your client's S&P procedure looks its absolute very best? Of course you do. That's why here at Scalp Solutions Grooming Company, we developed our S&P aftercare kit. Formulated to be used immediately after your S&P procedure to ensure proper healing and pigment retention, our S&P aftercare products will protect you and your client's S&P investment and keep it looking fresh at all times. So log on to scalpsolutionsny.com forward slash shop and pick up your aftercare kit today use discount code ss podcast and save 15 percent off your order all right guys let's get back to the episode and i'm always trying to to find little ways to improve it and make it make it a little bit different and and, and keep continuing to improve it and support other other uh people that have already taken that course got you and you know i i have wanted to harp on the uh on the, the hairline mock-up program a little more down the line, but we can touch on that now, right? So essentially you create this uh, application, right? Because it, it's not an app, but a course, and mm -hmm. you end up getting, you leverage that to get attention to some key players, one of those key players being Picasso. Mm -hmm. You guys link up, form a uh, sponsor, uh, uh, not a sponsorship, a, uh, a partnership. He mm -hmm. sees just how valuable you could be and right. you guys go on to be successful partners hence yeah you so, part so that was that was um my first project uh for the industry and when 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 i first started i mean i had a lot of things in my head that i would visualize that what i could do that what i wanted to do 
and the markup was one of them. After that, uh, I did a lot uh, of stuff behind the scenes for, for a lot of artists um, and a lot of like S&P brands. Um, and then um, it was time for me to get better. So Jeff uh, is from Chicago, if anybody, um, if somebody doesn't know. So he used to live about maybe an hour, an hour from where I used to live. So my mom still lives over there in Illinois. And I told her, I told him, hey, you know, I want to go and, and shadow you because I want to be better. So I shadowed him for about three days um, in his Chicago location. After that, I went to uh, his LA location to help him uh, do a, an SMP training slash I was actually learning as well. I was learning a lot more than, uh, than, excuse me, than helping. Got you. So that's when, you know, I started having more conversations about um, some of the vision that I had for leaders. Gotcha. And, and that's how I became um, not leaders at that point, but uh, me we just and affiliated with opening, uh, yeah, ended up um, actually opening a location here in um, in Austin before I became a leaders uh, trainer. I had to do a little bit more shadowing uh, and learning a little bit more about how they teach. So it wasn't just like a one-time thing or a month. It was, it's been. You had to earn your stripes. Uh, it's been a time. Yeah, of course. You mm -hmm. had to earn your stripes, of course. So now let me ask you something, Ivan. With your come up um, and, and everything you've been exposed to, you know, you have access to a lot of key players in the industry. Talk to me about one, one what has been your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? Um, or just an experience overall with, with SMP. I, I, I feel like, um, I'm not going to take it as a failure because like I already explained pretty much, uh, doing the, the procedure, my, my, you know, the bad procedure, not doing enough research and not understanding before uh, getting it done. And as far as the, um, my fundamentals, what's, what's a, what's a good training. Uh, however, uh, I found out later on all those different things, uh, eventually that, uh, if I would have taken a little bit more time to, um, research, uh, I would have had wasted some of my time and some of that uh, investment that I did in the beginning. However, I don't take it as a failure because I learned from that as well. Um, so yeah. Honestly, I don't see it as a failure either. Or like I said, the SMP by SMP, it's it's gonna be good for a lot of people that might actually help out. So I see yeah. it both ways, good and, and bad. That's a great mindset, man. I appreciate that. Now let me ask you: you have again, you got access to a lot of amazing artists. You've done mm -hmm. a lot of behind the scenes work for a lot of artists. You're very humble. You don't seek the attention, and it's like, oh, give me my props for this. You all about helping. That being mm -hmm. said, name one artist that you would still like to learn some SMP tips, tricks, or just the way they work, uh, mm -hmm. you know, their flow. One artist. Do you have one? You know what? Um, I have, like I said, I'm lucky to have uh, amazing mentors, uh, you know, Jeff, Masood, Tony, uh, you that I've learned so much from and I'm going to continue learning and I'm still continue learning. Uh, but one person that um, told me several times 
that he would have me go to Korea and learn from him, um, which is D Black. He he told me at the expo, hey, come come to Korea. Uh, I'll teach you. Uh, you learn from me. Uh, his thinking is a little bit different than the regular S and P. His his uh, his thing his technique is called ASMP, and they use uh, different a little bit different of a technique. And uh, he has his own uh, technique and machine that I would at least would want to learn. Yeah, of and, course. Why not? And, and and see you know what the big difference and how we can bring that here because I know he he did a master class at the expo. But I have still not seen anybody do anything with that uh, from the people that were there. <laughs> Got so. you. Yeah, that'll be a nice trip too. Korea is a beautiful, uh, beautiful country. Depends on which side you go to. Um, <laughs> so, if if you could change anything in the industry, Ivan, what what would it be? Man, um, I mean, you you ask this question every time on your podcast and everybody pretty much, I would say 90% of the people tell you the same thing. However, nobody tells you a solution for that. Uh, we uh, are doing something a little bit different with, with leaders, which is holding our trainers accountable, each uh, student that they have to make sure that they continue giving them support and, uh, and to give our students a um a reason why to uh continue to have positive work because now we have a, a better system uh so that that would be one i would uh, like to see some of the other uh, academies um uh, do a little bit better when it comes down to um just following up with their own students i mean i understand you know uh, a lot of people might have a lot of students that might not have the time but, you know, I feel like if um, they have a better system, uh, it can help everybody, you know, not only for for them, but as the industry, the industry as a whole, because that's, yeah. you know, we get messages all the time about stuff like that. I went to so-and-so and so-and-so academy, and I don't even know how to mix my pigment. Just very simple. And you see this all the time when you scroll through through the, the Facebook groups, you know, super basic questions. And that's one of the things um, that I would like to, you know, um, have some have the have the have the trainers be held yeah, uh, a little more, have a little more accountability. And, and also, you know, just just uh, like everybody says that uh, you bring on is like people that take uh, a one or two, three day training and they want to start training two, three days later or months later with when they don't have enough experience. Um, I feel like there should be some kind of uh, committee or something for SMP. Some regulations. Only, some regulations, but among us, we don't want a, an outside entity regulating us, but we can somehow regulate us if it's like the people that have been doing this for a long time or establish bigger academies that are well known have, um, I don't know, some kind of like um, – a boat saying, you know what, uh, somebody wants to start training or there's a new academy. Let's look at the curriculum to make sure they're covering this, 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 and that, and a stamp of approval, something, gotcha. you know, and then it has, somebody has to do something. Otherwise somebody's going to fuck somebody up big time. Somebody may be famous that is going to destroy what destroy, we destroy worked what so we're hard doing. for. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, last week I remember showing you I was, ha you know, a conversation I was having on Instagram with one particular um, SMP artist who has 
invested well over ten thousand dollars in training and mm-hmm. you saw the conversation i was having with her like they they didn't even uh show them how to dilute the pigments like mm-hmm. at all and which is yep. like it's a uh it's one of it's it's a basic 101 101 and it's not being incorporated so yeah it's out there Mm -hmm. and i understand why you i agree um i wouldn't want an outside entity regulating us i think it should be done amongst us so that you know the industry can be held more accountable but you know we'll see as the industry progresses and evolves maybe that will happen that being said you've done a lot in two three years um and you've been able you've also been part of some of the evolution within the industry again with your mm-hmm. your hairline mocking that was incredibly like you know uh intuitive and innovative what would you like to see the industry be in another 5 years um how you know how i see it in the next 5 years is it's a lot more people uh evolving and getting better getting a uh, better work, just like it has for the past decade or so, you know, there's always people coming up with new techniques, right? As long as we all stay uh, humble and are able to evolve and learn new techniques, I think we can all live this industry um, higher as a whole, you know? And I know there's a lot of people that have been doing S&P for a long time and, you know, maybe they think they know it all and they don't want to learn. They don't want to evolve. But if, if you don't, you know, get left we're behind. just going to be stuck. We're going to be left behind. Or <laughs> we get be left stuck. behind and, we, and, and we're going to run laps around you. Now, um, so you, you sp- <laughs> he's like, yeah, he, I know you want to. I know, I, I know you're a very humble guy. I say joking around. People hear me. They know my personality. Sometimes I say oh, some random stuff, but I don't mean it. Um, you spoke earlier on about having shitty tools right and mm-hmm. you know what what can happen if you don't have the right tools let's talk about the tools that you use what kind of machine you use uh and what kind of needles are you using yeah so right now what i'm using uh i'm using the uh cheyenne uh, spirit i'm using um fyt needles the pink needles and also I'm using ghosts. Uh, I'm a ghost ambassador, so I'm using ghosts, but just because I'm ghost or just because I'm FYT doesn't mean that I have tried uh, the other brands um, and I don't use them. Uh, the other pigment that I use sometimes is Pigmenta uh, from, from Tony. Uh, and it's, it's a good pigment, a ghost, and FYT are my main, main tools that I use every day. Got you, and you said, uh, I know I was giving you crap about um, your machine because when a lot of us, you know, an entry level machine, and you know what? I don't want to say it's an entry level machine. I should take that back. It's just at the time when, tr- you know, the training, this was mm-hmm. the only machine that they were pretty much pushing out was the, uh, the Cheyenne, the, mm-hmm. uh, the spirit. So when I saw you using it, I was like, bro, like, what are you doing, man? Like, you know, step your game up, get a wireless, you know, get a wireless freaking machine, but I get it. That's what you're comfortable with. That's what you creates. You create your amazing work with. But I couldn't help. But. I've tried. I've tried the 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 flux, uh, and I want to try the one that you have, the uh, the Nova Unlimited. Yes. But I feel like the flux we do offer it on on our kits, but it's just um, the diameter is just too much. It's just too thick. Got you. Uh, so then you're probably and, uh, gonna feel like that about 
the the Cheyenne, the Soul Nova, the uh, yeah. I have the wired we, one. I can I can send you the wired one so you could try it out to see what it feels like. Th- this is what I'm scared of is uh, the stroke. The stroke on those are 4.0 and yeah. the, the spirit is 2.5. So that's another thing that I guess it'll take me a minute to get used to, to get and, used and to my the power and all of that. Mm-hmm. Got you. All right. So now you also spoke about your background. You are incredibly tech savvy when i was with you training last week you shared your phone screen to the students and you have apps galore so now you know for the most part a lot of uh the our listeners for the pot in this podcast are you know up and coming artists but we do have some seasoned artists that don't you know that that, that are not as a uh, tech savvy that mm-hmm. being said can you tell us what apps we should be having that standard that we should be having that's going to help us with our daily workflow as a smp artist um so the main tools obviously that we use is it's we all live on social media right so you got to make sure that that you have your social media uh so make sure that you have a business um Instagram and a business, uh, Facebook, um, account. If you ever want to run uh, Facebook ads, you need a business account in order for you to have a business account. You got to make sure that you have a good uh, representation of your branding. So the logo is no- number one. It's very important. The colors of your logos or your website and things like that are very important. Obviously having, a a nice professional website is going to help you um, set up a, a Google My Business, set up a Yelp account. Um, make sure that you select a good domain that has some nice keywords for the URL and maybe your, your name uh, with your location. That's going to help you out. What about apps for like apps itself? photos, uh, photos yeah. or collages or editing? Yeah. So the, the, the apps uh, that I use is uh, to do a side by side is uh, uh, an app called Moldiv. It's a nice collage app. Uh, Snap Seed is another nice app uh, for you to, um, you know, edit your photos. Uh, what else do I use? I use the apps that I use for the mockups every day when I do consultations. There was one that um, you used uh, that you did a collage in. What 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 app is Motive. that? Motive. Motive. That's M O T I V. M O L V I D. Motive. Oh, no, got you. Yeah, Motive. Got, got you. Understood. And now yeah. I want to I want to circle back to mm-hmm. your your mockup because we didn't discuss where um anyone could, could get it if they wanted to purchase it how much does it cost what does it come with any kind of support etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. can you touch on that please yeah so the the mock-up uh it's uh 175 or 170 i believe on the leaders smp.com website it's under the online training tab it's available uh now and then we actually just did an update where i showed everybody at the expo how to do the before and after and how to take the photo and make it into a 3D photo. So that's something new that we just did with this yeah, update. That was game changing. Mm-hmm. And then we're coming up with that one as well in Spanish because nobody has a Spanish version. 
So I already have everything ready for the Spanish version to launch uh, shortly. So you're also going to be launching. So let me get it right. We have the English version, but you're also mm -hmm. going to be launching a Spanish version of mm -hmm. the hairline mock-up. Correct. You know what? That's actually great that you mentioned that because that leads us into another topic, uh, a presentation that uh, me and you have discussed for uh, quite some time. So I kind of wanted to have this interview serve as a uh, as a special announcement within the podcast industry. Um, if you could, Ivan, let let the uh, let the listeners, the viewers know exactly what that project uh, is. Yeah. So like you mentioned, it's, it's something that me and you have been talking for quite some time. And I feel like uh, this would be the right time to do it uh, because uh, how we are doing the um, the SMP Expo in English and Spanish in Tulum. So this is uh, the perfect timing for us to be able to connect to more of our audience, expand the uh, uh, the podcast to uh, our Spanish uh, audience, uh, Hispanic Latino uh, audience. So uh, me and David. Uh, are going to be able to do this for, for the Spanish community. So uh, Scalp Solutions Latino Edition, which I am going to be uh, hosting. And I'm super excited and very uh, humble uh, for, for being able to uh, do this and for uh, having uh, you uh, giving me the opportunity to do it. And I'm super excited uh, to to get this going, man, for sure. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited listening to you talk about it. Like I'm already getting like uh like the heebie-jeebies, man. Uh, you know, we spoke behind the scenes. Uh, you're an outstanding candidate for it. You know, you being a Mexicano, me being a Puerto Ricano, and we knew what we were lacking in our mm -hmm. community, and mm -hmm. we also understood how much. Uh, the of other artists, Latino, Hispanic artists that are out there that are absolutely amazing, but not too many people in America, you know, our land mm -hmm. are know about. And we felt like, you know what, these, uh, you know, if we have a platform where we could give, you know, the flowers to to our people, we wanted to really capitalize off that. Um, the expo taking place in Mexico has opened up a lot of opportunities. You've been collaborating behind the scenes with some key players, um, Latinos, and I felt like it was only right that we make this happen. And you're going to be spearheading this, you know, yourself. I'm excited for you. I think you're going to be doing great. Um, I'm a little jealous that my Spanish is not on point as much as yours. So that I could have and maybe I give you I give you this one. But you know what? I know you're going to do a, a great job. In the meantime, mm -hmm. I'm going to be building up. I'm going to get me a Rosetta Stone Spanish edition so I can get my Spanish up. You know, my Spanish is good. I have some defense, but I don't know if it's podcast interview worthy um, like Ivan's. So I know you're going to do a good job, man. I'm super excited to bring you on board, be part of the team. I know we're together in leaders and now we're, you know, collaborating on this and I'm excited for what's mm -hmm. to come uh, for us. And thank you, you know, for, 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 for sure, spearheading bro. this. That being said, my brother, before we wrap things up, I want you to let all the listeners know where they can find you, where they can, uh, if you have any training that's going to be coming up soon, let them know. 
Uh, yeah, so you guys can uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's very simple. It's Ivan.SMP. So I-V-A-N.SMP. You guys can follow me on Instagram. Uh, there, you know, sometimes I do post a lot of like tips on uh, stuff like that. Uh, and I definitely want to be able to post a lot more uh, knowledge, not only about SMP, because everybody's doing that SMP, uh, you know, like tips and reels, but I want to be able to, to help, um, with, with my videos and, and my content, as far as like maybe business or marketing or, or things like that. As far as trainings, uh, we have trainings right now uh, in a lot of places. Um, you about to be traveling asked. the world, man. Let them know where you going. Don't be bashful, brother. Let them know. Uh, so internationally, we're going to be obviously in Tulum. We are going to be uh, in Tulum, uh, April. 28th, 29th, and 30th. And we are working with other amazing artists to have uh, master classes there. There will be announced uh, shortly. Uh, we'll, then after that, we're going to head over to Dubai, May 11th and May 12th. It's going to be um, fundamentals training and uh, advanced training. After that, we're going to Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, June 11th and June, June, June 12th. Uh, then we're going to be heading over to Poland, uh, July 6th, July 7th. And then we're going to be heading over to Paris, France, July 11th and July 13th. And we're announcing more later on. Yo, I want to be like you when I grow up, bro. Bro, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot more businesses going on than when you. That's all right. Listen, we, we friends, nice. we partners now. That's the beginning, brother. This this is the beginning of a nice long journey, brother. You, we all going to eat together. Um, I appreciate you taking out some time, brother, to chop it up with me. I know you're a busy man. You just had a training class. You got some clients. Um, you down in Texas doing your thing, brother. Um, We're going to LA tomorrow. We have another training over there. So. Look at you. There you go, LA. One thing <laughs> that we that I forgot to mention, and then maybe you can piggyback if you have something. The way he's going to be working with the Scalp Solutions Podcast Latino and how we're going to integrate it is it's still going to be published. We're still going to uh, publish the podcast every Monday, but what we're going to be doing is every third Monday, we're going to put a uh, scalp solutions podcast latino version and don't worry for all my english speaking people we are gonna have it uh converted into english some way of fashion we are working on it trust me we're doing the logistics we're not gonna leave you guys out because the artist that ivan has lined up for this roster these guys are amazing artists um some of you may know them some of you may not but they're gonna bring so much uh knowledge to the uh this platform and you know we're going to make sure that every you know nobody gets uh left out mm -hmm. it's crazy how everything um it's coming together for me um like i've been doing a lot of um business and sales ever since i was 18 i've always been into technology you know computer etc and um, obviously my wife being a uh, now permanent makeup artist and she she was makeup before like everything, like all my experiences coming together, right? Uh, when it came down to um, when I started doing this in my head, I wanted to somehow help bring more awareness about this procedure, the skull micropigmentation uh, for our Latino Hispanic community, not only in the U S but all over Latin America and have, you know, trainings, et cetera. But now just talking to you as you're explaining all of this, 
is just like crazy to me because I never thought about doing something like this. And if I wanted to bring more awareness, it's only one of me. I'm going to be interviewing amazing artists from all over the world, from, from all over. And then they're going to bring more awareness about the skull micropigmentation. Yeah. Uh, so that's what it's all about. And this is why I always somehow find myself in the middle of a lot of projects Then one way or another helps um, I've lived uh, yeah. the industry. Oh, and, and, and overall, the, the main goal, and even when I sat down with you, was it's not about bringing attention to us because that's why I was able to to partner up with you because you're not a selfish person. We understood the goal was to take yeah. scalp micropigmentation and make this thing a household name. When someone mm -hmm. is talking about hair loss, we need them to know and understand that it's not just Rogaine and a gel and a derma roller and uh, you know hair a hair transplant. We got to put scalp micropigmentation in the industry. Mm -hmm. And if we could help do that, you know, we could spearhead it then by all means, that's what we're going to do. Because at the end goal is, if they know about SMP, we all get to eat. It's not just me and you. It's all right. of us. And we all know there are hundreds of artists that are out there. You know, I just had this conversation with Juan Collado. I was telling him, you know, every Monday we get an email blast from our sponsors, Team Micro. They're putting out to almost 12,000 SMP artists from around the world. 12,000 and that sounds like a huge number but yet it's still small compared to the amount of people that are on millions. this you know mm -hmm. hundreds millions you know so mm -hmm. it's all about the industry we want to put it out there and make sure that we all get to you know capitalize and do well um in the industry at the end of mm -hmm. the day whether it's the scalp solutions podcast the english version or the scalp solutions podcast latino we just trying to bring mm -hmm. attention to the community and to the industry and we hope it brings you guys value and we appreciate whatever feedback you guys give to us, whether it's good or bad. We're, good, we are, we're ready for it. We know we're going to have to make some adjustments. Um, so if we could be a, uh, a voice through you guys, I mean, well, you can you you can be you guys could be the voice, you know, through us. You know, we're ready. We're ready for it. We want to, you know, want to accept the task. Cool. Yep. My brother, I appreciate you. I look forward to uh, the amazing projects that you're going to be working on. We have a lot of work to do, but in the meantime, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Scalp Solutions Podcast. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Ivan Alvarado uh, down guys, in Austin, Thank Texas. you so much, David. Thank you, everybody. Uh, it was my pleasure being here. I'm super excited for the uh, Scalp Solutions Latino edition. Woo, let's get it, Papo. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up to the next time. Peace. Hey,